Hello? Hi. Hi, we finally got to work. Yes. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, it's okay. Yeah, how's everything going? Pretty good. How are you? Good, good, good. I'm good. Um, definitely great to have you on the show um, this evening. I appreciate you for tuning in. Um, and um, I don't know if I, I know I sent you the first episode of the podcast, but just to give you a little bit of background, um, I started this podcast actually last month. And um, it's Dreams by Any Means Motivation Station. And pretty much um, it's used as a tool to kind of identify people in my circle that I may have met, may have relationships with, but also people that I'm meeting along my journey. You know, you and I connected more just through a business um, standpoint of me being a consumer and supporting your brand. But I really loved everything that I saw. Um, and I thought you'd be a great guest well, on, on the show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, you know, you could just start off kind of just, um, you know, talking about yourself, where you're from, um, talking about your brand, what you have going on, and, um, you know, eat honey skin and everything, and we can jump to the interview. Okay. So, well, I had a question. How do you find us? So, I found you actually on Instagram. Okay. Yeah, found you through Instagram, um, and I think it was through my, through my search. So, I was just looking at Black-owned, you know, uh, skincare lines and coming across things that, like that. So even for myself, I've been looking into um, starting a own, I'm starting my own skincare line. Okay. And I was looking into that, but also um, kind of like I was reading a story kind of similar where, you know, like I have a Black dermatologist, um, you know, one in D.C. and one in Florida as well. So having like different skin issues and going through different things that affects the Black skin. So that's how I kind of came across you all. But also for me, it's like, I buy a lot of stuff. If it's from clothes, skincare, mm-hmm. whatever. Right. I was like, let me do the research and really identify, you know, black owned brands and, you know, right. came across the presentations you all have. And I was really impressed. And I have the, uh, the, the skin oil as well as the rose water. So it's been working really well. Oh, awesome. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I actually consult for people that want to go into the beauty industry and skincare industry. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So you can definitely, uh, we can we can discuss if you need help with anything. I'll definitely be a resource for you. Absolutely. Um, so let me go into I guess the basic background history. So I'm Erica Clark. I'm the CEO and founder of E Honey Skin. Uh, I did research in skin of color in undergrad at Hampton University, and then after that, I um wanted to go to medical school, but I wasn't ready to apply immediately. So I went to work for a dermatologist for about a year and a half. And while doing that, um, I had all the type of, before doing that, I had all type of skin issues. And I was breaking out, I was having hyperpigmentation, dry skin, eczema. Um, so I was trying to figure out natural and you know organic ways to treat it. And I found that honey was a really good ingredient um, to help. It's a humectant, so it draws moisture from the air. It's mm-hmm. antibacterial, antiseptic. Um, so it does all these great things. And I didn't have a lot of products on the market that I could use or I didn't seem to be able to find them. So I was like, oh, my gosh, I should just make my own. So I started yeah. making things in the kitchen, playing around. Um, and then I realized, you know, I really want to make this more scientifically scientifically backed. Yeah. So working with dermatologists, I learned a little bit more about that process. We're working with labs and things like that. And... Then I decided I want to go into the beauty industry instead of medical school. That's okay. Nice. So, That's yeah. good. And um, so you originally, you're from D.C., correct? Well, yeah, I'm from Maryland, um, PG uh-huh. County. Okay. Yeah, that, that stood out as well. I noticed you were from the area, so I definitely wanted to support. I know. That's um, so cool. Yeah, you know, even more. But I know that, you know, from what we uh, talked and just following the brand online, you're now based in L.A., correct? 
Yes, yeah, so I just moved out to LA about three months ago. I'm in December. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I've been out here a couple of times. I did BeautyCon LA twice. Um, did different pop events, networking with influencers and things like that. So um, after Kylie Jenner had shouted us out, we started working on some collaborations out here. Okay. So I was like, this is the perfect time for me to kind of transition the brand to be on the West Coast. It was going right. to be either New York or L.A., and I honestly just love LA a little bit more. Um, the warm weather, the mountains, the beach. You can't beat it. Yeah, and then, <laughs> exactly. You cannot beat it. And then um, the influences, obviously, and all the celebrities and collaborations that are available out here and resources. So mm-hmm. that's what brought us here. Yeah, and uh, I, you know, I wanted to kind of you know hear more about that. Talk about that transition of you know going from. You know, it could have been easy, I'm sure, staying at home in PG County, starting a business, running a business from there. But talk about, you know, what kind of drove you, you know, beyond from having the partnerships, but to kind of get out of your comfort zone and go to L.A. That's a really good question. Um, It took me a long time because, as I said, I visited L.A. at least five or six times. I came out here first, my 24th birthday, and then my 25th birthday and 26th birthday, back to back to back, all throughout my 20s. So I'm about to turn 30. In a couple mm-hmm. of months, um, not even a couple of months, in like 48 days, I'm doing a countdown <laughs> my okay. 30th birthday. So, you know, nice. I mean, um, I'm very close to my family. And you know how we are in the DMV. Everybody in the DMV is like kind of, we all know each other. Um, yeah. Everyone from the HBCUs and stuff are in like D.C. And it's a very like, you know, warming, like black community, a lot of successful black people. So it was very comfortable. Um, and then just being so close to my family, I, I think it was hard for me to admit that I actually was very afraid to move out yeah. there. Um, and then I kept thinking like money. I'm like, oh, it's going to be so expensive in California. I don't know if I'm going to be able to afford it because a lot of people don't know, but you have to work while you're building a brand. It's not right. one of those things <laughs> that you just, I mean, we have, you know, you have all these success stories with the venture capitalists and all these brands like startups are getting millions in funding and then they just, you know, become overnight successes. But that's not always the case, especially with black owned businesses. Yeah, especially with us. Yeah, yeah. It's, different. So, it's a different type. But yeah, it's getting better though. The the resources and opportunities for black businesses. Um, but if you didn't go to Harvard or, you know, these big business programs, you might not know the way mm-hmm. um that they go about it with getting the funding and all that. So to make a long story short, um, I thought it was going to be too expensive and this and that. And I just was afraid, like, to leave my family and be on the West Coast by myself and all that. But um, yeah. the last year or so, and honestly, COVID made me, I think COVID was an awakening. So COVID <laughs> happened and um, everything was shut down. I was locked up in the house in March. And I just did a lot of, like, reflecting and thinking and working on the brand. And then the Black Lives Matter movement you know, started happening a little bit more aggressively with all the mm-hmm. supporting black brands and buying black. And we got an amazing, overwhelmingly amount of support. And I think that kind of inspired me more to take the leap. And I was like, you know what? The time is now. Like COVID yeah. can be a setback or it can be something that propels you forward. And it actually has been like a blessing in disguise. So it just, I kind of just pushed past that fear and was like, Nothing's holding you back but yourself. So just go. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I absolutely agree. Um, and that's kind of, you know, myself, um, the year COVID, uh, I mean, when it first started last year, it just had me just looking into entrepreneurship more, um, even with the podcast. Like, I don't think any of these kind of leaps that I'm taking 
you know, when it comes to like ownership and kind of starting my own thing, it wouldn't have happened if COVID wouldn't happen. Because COVID, like you said, allowed us to kind of sit back and really see things for what it mm-hmm. is. When, you know, you're just on the go, working, coming home, going to the gym, maybe going on a couple of vacations. You could kind of get comfortable. Yes. And, and you're so busy yeah. that you're not paying attention to, you know, how fast time is flying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, you know, something you said uh, stuck out to me just thinking about, you know, when you think about PG County, you think about it's higher DMV. Like you said, it's in a great area. It's a good place for young black professional networking. Um, but when you think about, you know, what DMV mainly has to offer, it's more of, you know, it's the political piece that's attached to it. Oh, you, yes. know, you get a lot of, yeah, young people who are running for office and things like mm-hmm. that. So when you talk about getting funders and being in a city like L.A., um, talk about, you know, since you've you know been there, what are some of the successes you've had and what have been some of the challenges? Because I know from me from the outside looking and I have some friends in LA. I know it's that type of go get it city, entrepreneurship city. So talk about some of the um, you know wins you've had there, some of the challenges. So honestly, everything's been shut down in LA. I mean, slowly mm. starting to open back up. So that that has been a challenge that I think I was naive to. Um, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to come out here and just hit the floor running, but everything was closed um, unexpectedly. And because, you know, in L.A., the numbers were so bad the last couple of months. So everything has been digital. Um, I kind of already knew that. But, you know, you kind of don't know what to expect 100 percent. We're trying to reach out to people and get through to people. So it's just completely like working digitally, like even with my products and things, they're still based in Maryland. So they're being shipped out from Maryland. So I'm doing a lot of like the behind the scenes stuff. I'm on the computer and things like that um, and connect, connecting and networking through the computer. So it is hard. It's a lot of Zoom phone calls, um, meetings, phone calls, and just everything digitally. It's not anything in person right now. Um, and a lot okay. of people are, you know, uncomfortable and nervous about that. So I think things are going to get better as things open up. Um, we're going to do more like creative work. So photo shoots, campaigns, a lot of high quality visuals. Um, in videos. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's been a blessing in disguise, COVID and the whole, you know, black owned businesses, the movement, the networking, um, and just, you know, my resources have expanded since being out here. So I will say that. Um, and like, there are a lot of opportunities. It just, everything is digital right now. So yeah. Yeah. It it's is. hard. It's hard uh, socially. Um, right. You're trying to network and, be social and expand, you know, your network and your resources, but it's just, you can't really get a feel for people or build a relationship over the phone or over Zoom or computer. You just kind of have to try to make it work, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. That that was the biggest challenge for me. Used to, you know, yeah. going to in-person networking events, finding events on the right. big right. I was doing all of that, like, you know, in Miami. Then once COVID hit, it was like, I'm like, come on, like, it's just everything it's Zoom. Just <laughs> so, like, in per- not personable. Um, but I guess it's the gift of time though, because you don't have the time to go out. Um, I mean, not the time to go out, but the ability to go out is giving you the gift of time. So it's like, you literally can, you can literally accomplish like two years worth of work in six months, I think, because you don't have a lot of other distractions. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, that's true. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. Even because I know even myself, you know, I've been able to focus more like my friends, even focusing more on health stuff, working out. We were actually talking about it today. Like, you know, imagine if we weren't remote, like how would we 
like we've been doing this two a day workout thing, eating and all this stuff. But it's like if we were in the office, it would be much more difficult. No, for sure. You and you, yeah, you'd be sitting down all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and I was doing some, you know, research this on you on your website, and I um, know it talked about, you know, what you kind of said during your junior year. Um, you had the opportunity to um, uh, volunteer, um, you know, happen. And wanted to kind of know, like, you know, how 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 would you say that experience kind of shaped you and your entrepreneur entrepreneur mindset? Just pretty much to say that I think sometimes people are trying to figure out, oh, how do I start something or how do I get my foot in the door? But it seems like, you know, you got your foot in the door by really participating with the Institute, which kind of gave you, you know, the skills to be able to, like, effectively research this yeah. stuff. And that was tied into right. your business. Um, well, so I actually didn't have any interest in um in volunteering or anything like that i was just seeking out different opportunities that would look good on my resume yeah um for yeah. medical school because you know when you're 18 19 20 you're still trying to figure it out you're just trying to make your family right. proud and do something good and you think you're chasing a dream but to be honest when you're 18 19 20 you don't really even know 100% what your dream is. But I always had like an entrepreneurial spirit. I always, like my friends in college, I always would ask them, y'all want to sell things? Y'all want to try to uh, create things and sell it? Y'all want to do a blog? You want to get on YouTube? Things like that. And now I regret it because I'm like, wow, you should have gone on YouTube in 2010 instead of yeah. <laughs> 2014, 2015. Um, so I always had that entrepreneurial spirit, but I was uh, book smart. So I was focused on studying and, you know, passing my tests and then going on to try to get more degrees was my goal. Um, so I wanted basically just, you know, make my resume look good. So I had got the opportunity to volunteer and I was like, wow, this is an amazing opportunity. Hopefully it turns into a paid job. Like, cause you know, you're kind of broke in college. So I'm like, hopefully it turns into um, a summer job or a paid internship to help me get through school. And that's exactly what happened. And then mm. while doing it, I realized, wow, I love this. Like, I can't believe I actually got so blessed to get opportunity to volunteer doing something for free. And then I love doing it. And then they're offering me right. money after I fall in love with it. So mm-hmm. um, I really just got blessed in that part of it. But doing the research and doing the experience, that was more so the scientific side. Um, it wasn't really the business side. I think being an entrepreneur just has to be in you. Like, everyone yeah. can't everyone can't be the boss. Um and, you know, our generation, everyone's pushing that. Like, oh, you should start your own business, start your own business. Everyone on Instagram is trying to push, start your own business, start your own business. But it's really hard. Um, yeah. And people kind of glamorize it. And sometimes I'm at fault for glamorizing it, too. Like, I make it look <laughs> so much more exciting than it might really be. Yeah. But but I think you hit it on the head, you know, earlier where you just say, you know, you have to work while you're building your brand and building your business. Because I think sometimes people take the, you know, oh, be your own boss and own everything. It's like, just quit your job, you know, start something. But, you know, like you said, a lot of these success stories, I tell people this all the time, you know, especially for us, you know, we we black folk, but like other people sometimes, and I said everyone's like this, but they may have had, you know, half a million dollars waiting for them and like, hey, go do what you want to do with it. So that's not everyone's story. Right, that's not a lot of people's story. It's it's like really from, if you say, um, you know, made it from zero to a hundred million or whatever that's there's no way possible that's not how it works you have to invest into your business you have to have a business plan you have to have a marketing budget you have to have an inventory like it's a lot that goes into it that people don't see and a lot of sacrifices that are made and so 
as far as um, me falling into my passion and the scientific part and the dermatology part, that was a blessing. The business side, I had to mm-hmm. teach myself everything. Um, Google University, yeah. literally. I don't. I didn't have a mentor or anything like that. The mentor was more on the scientific side. So that's what taught me, you know, about product development and what's good for your skin and, you know, the benefits of different natural and organic ingredients. But the business side, I just is like, you got to Google and research and follow the people that you want to be your mentors and kind of go that route if you don't go to business school. But now all the resources and stuff, resources and stuff that's out there, it's like, I'm like, wow, I wish I would have known some of these things before I got started because it's kind of pretty basic. It's just you got to put in that time and that work and you got to work while you're building because otherwise it takes money to make money. Right. So exactly. That's really the key yeah, that people don't, I think, put into consideration. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, just speaking of, of like what you just kind of said, you know, working while you're doing everything. Um, I wanted to ask, you know, how important has your network been? Um, and not just in regards to, you know, expanding the brand, but just in regards to just running a business, like you said, you know, everyone can't be the boss. So the people who aren't the boss, but they are playing those important roles, you know, under you. Just talk about how important that has been. That's been extremely important. I mean, sometimes people can help you that not even sometimes a lot of times so like even with you you were a customer but i mean now you're kind of a colleague because you have a podcast and you're putting me on your platform and you're putting me on your platform um to your audience so people that Mm -hmm. you're networking with and that you're creating content with and doing creative you know collaborations with they're putting you on while you're putting them on so it's cross collaboration for free um it's people that i met you know, like in college or like my little sisters, they work in the media industry. One of them is like a publicist. The other one is a um, an editor. So she kind of, she taught okay. me a lot about, you know, like press and getting into the magazines and pitching myself. Um, and then like a lot of it, sometimes it's crazy because you're like, I don't even know how this, sometimes people ask me, how do you pull that off? How did you pull that off? And I'm like, it was God, but in a way, yeah. it's a combination. It's God and it's, like you say, your network. Because um, yeah. people, it's not necessarily, you don't have to pay. People will take your money if you're, if you're willing to pay them. But you can also right. collaborate and do creative things and cross, you know, cross each other's um, communities. And then you're building and you're helping each other win that way. So the network definitely plays a factor when you have limited resources. Because so one person might work at um in style or something and she can introduce you to an editor that can get you into the magazine and then that's you know free press so that's an example just yeah. for you know like the beauty industry but um and then the same with like investors or things like that if you have a friend who works with investors she can introduce you and then you're not just cold emailing or cold calling you have a direct person putting you in contact with who you need to take you to the next level, you know? So network is extremely important um, and building relationships that are, like, genuine. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I agree. And, um, you know, I think, like, you just, I'm just thinking about the network, you know, of course, during COVID, it's different, but I think, you know, you're in a town where, you know, whenever, whenever stuff gets back to normal, you'll be able to really tap into, you know, like, a, a different type of network. Because L.A. is, like, I mean, I have a lot of friends that have moved out there kind of your experience where you say you visited a lot i have a lot of friends that have visited and they you know fell in love with it i only been there 
Like I went up there mm-hmm. for a night one time. I was in Vegas and I went to see my cousin, but I had my one friend and he's like, man, if you love Miami, you love South Florida. He's like, bro, if you go to LA, he's like, you're going to South I know Florida. it's so hard because <laughs> I love Miami too. Oh my gosh. I go to Miami all the time. I feel like that's my second home. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if I agree with him because Miami, yeah, yeah, South 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 Florida Florida I actually think I might want to move there after I leave LA. Um, so yeah, no, I, I, it's it's a different. Yeah, it's a different vibe. I love Miami, but LA, LA, you get yeah. mixed reviews. It's I'm not from here, so I don't want to, I don't want to speak too much on it. Some people say that they get, yeah. you know, very, it's very like people are using like users, and everyone is asking, "What do you do? What do you do?" Um, yeah, because it's a go getter yeah, type city. So it's, city, it's yeah. mixed reviews. Some people I know hate it, and other people I know love it. So, but as far as you know, depending on what you're here for and what you're here to do, like you said, if you're here and your industry's here, that that's what you have to focus on because you got like unlimited amount of opportunities. Yeah, yeah so that's no, how absolutely. I feel for sure. I'm like DC is great, it's home, but it's not it's not going to take me to that next level because I don't. Right. I, I mean, of yeah. course, I'm a black-owned business for life, but I don't want to be known as just a black-owned brand. I want to be known as a household brand. Exactly. Um, yeah, right. So target, right. I want to put on for my people, of course, but I don't want to stay in that small box. Hmm. Yeah. No. And that's and that's interesting because I think sometimes, you know, we we kind of get caught up in just you know like kind of setting a limit for ourselves alone. And I think you know. I look at, like, you know, just your story of leaving the DMV, going to L.A. It's like, you know, home is always going to be there before you even probably come up with the amazing marketing plan, amazing products. You know, you already kind of got a support system there mm-hmm. in that area. So I think, you know, what you're doing is going out to expand it in a powerful city like L.A., you know, it's not going to do anything but, um, you know, help you. Yeah, to thank brand. you. I, I feel the same way. I've been getting a lot of support and um, I appreciate it so much. Everyone, everyone that believes yeah. in me, and just like you, like you're a complete stranger. You found us, but you believe, you believe, and yeah. you're interested. And like you said, you want to start your own thing because you're passionate about it now. Yeah, and like, and I'm big on you know presentation, and I think that was like the thing that I liked, you know, just from the Instagram page, the information, the YouTube. And one thing I like, um, you know, that you all do is like I have screenshots from your page, like in my in my phone, like to kind of help me you know, keep up with my routine. And it's just that I just like that you all provide the education. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Just instead of, yeah, instead of like, hey, our product does this, our product does that. But it's like, you know, I'll see you all post things about, you know, uh, the skin turns over on this this day or this many days through the age. So like for me, it helps me like, okay, I need to get a facial this many times instead of this many times right. due to my mm-hmm. age, you know. Um, so it's, it's stuff like that that I think is key because I think sometimes um, we don't talk about a lot of that. And I think with the natural, um, the natural road, that you take, you said something about, you know, a lot of the stuff is um in mm-hmm. your kitchen. And I know for me, I've noticed that with like, you know, sometimes people will say, hey, you have nice skin. And it's like, I'm like, you know, it's not that I have like a hundred dollar product, but it may be like, you know, I drink water. I drink green tea. I mm-hmm. eat my vegetables. You know, for sure. I eat fruit. And yeah, and it's, those are the small things that I think, you know, plays a role. So I definitely love that about your brand. It kind of goes into my next question. Um, just to really want to know, you know, in an industry such as skincare, um, which a lot of people are doing, and especially now the vegan, the natural thing is is taking over. What would you say has kind of been your competitive advantage, um, you know, in this lane so far? Um, I think my brand story is my competitive advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, just the fact that no one 
has my story. No one has my passion. You know, it's not made up. It's not like something that just is put together just so that I could say, you know, I have some consumer goods. So I just got to put together a story to put out there. It's real. It's real. Yeah. and It's deep. And it's like passion rooted. And so everything I say is backed by, you know, actual real research and real data. And um, obviously the brand is eHoney, um, Erica and Honey. So that I'll never let up on Honey being the most important part. And I, there are more more um, brands on the market and more products on the market with Honey in them now, obviously. But I still don't feel, I still feel I have a competitive advantage because of the story and the brand, you know, um, being backed by Honey and skin of color research and, you know, um, products for all skin tones. So that's really my competitive um, advantage above all all else. Yeah, no, no, I think that's that's true. And as I say, you know, I read your bio. Um, that definitely has stuck out to me. And um, yeah, I think that's great. Um, so, you know, this time, I definitely want you to have the opportunity to kind of talk about, you know, some of the products that you all offer, what are some of the most, um, the most popular ones, high selling, um, you know, just kind of pitch to people and tell them. And I, I vouch for the uh, skin oil, um, the uh, glow skin oil, as well as the rose water. But I know you have other products. So if you want to take this time to kind of tell the people about what you all of offer. Of course. So we have a um, cleansing scrub. It's a honey-based exfoliating scrub. Um, it's a physical exfoliant, but it's extremely gentle for all skin tones. It has honey, jojoba seed oil, um, vanilla, um, all natural green tea, green tea preservatives. And then we have the glow oil, like you said, is your favorite. Um, it's a serum, a moisturizer, and an oil all packed in one. Um, it's argan oil, 100% organic, which is packed with vitamin E, um, protects your skin against types of free radical damage and um, the sunlight. It acts kind of like as a natural SPF almost. And then okay. we have the rose water. Like you said, you like as well. It's like a toner, face mist. You can use it kind of just to refresh yourself. You can use it in the morning to wipe off that right. dirt from the night before. You can use it to set your makeup if you're a female. It just has multi-purpose. And then yeah. we have the balancing moisturizer. Um, it's perfect for all skin tones, all skin textures. It's like a creamy texture, but it's very lightweight. Um, it's called balancing moisturizer because it balances out that oily and dryness. So if you have combination skin, it's great for you. If you have super dry skin, it brings back that moisture. And then if you have oily skin, it balances out that overproduction of oil. Mm -hmm. and then, okay. so we have the men's products too the men's scrub is basically the same thing as the um, goddess glow exfoliating scrub is just packaged in black packaging for men kind of just aesthetic purposes but it's the same exact product yeah okay yeah and i see the oil so the beard oil has been very popular because you know a lot of guys have beards right now um and i noticed especially in the black community yeah. a lot of black men are trying to grow their beards so i wanted to launch something for them yeah, I need to order that next. I got different beard oils. My beard has grown, but I'm still a little, you know, slight. Yeah, we'll beard, get you. So we'll get you some. We'll get you some as a gift <laughs> for being on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, I gotta order that. But I noticed, uh, you know, one thing with your products and even the oil that I ordered. Like I said, I have a black dermatologist. Uh, she's black. She actually's from the DMV. I've seen her information. She's uh based okay. down in Cold Springs, Florida. 
Um, but she um, is a fan and she preaches about the importance of yes, argan oil. Yes, I love argan oil so much. Yeah, and I noticed that that, that is in a lot of your products. Um, so, you know, I'm just saying that just for me, just doing my own research and talking to different people in the field, um, that definitely stuck out to me. Because one day she did a video just talking about different oils that is specifically good for skin, but especially black skin. And she was, you know, always really supportive. Oh, that's that, amazing. So. Yeah, I got to get um, her contact info. But for sure, that's, you know, that's obviously where my um, my passion came from, just seeing so many different dermatologists of color and seeing the movements they was making in the industry and, you know, just trying to teach people about skin of color and how it's so extremely different. Um, so. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so, you know, uh, last question, kind of want to bring it home. What's next for Eat Honey Skin? Um, I know right now the pandemic is kind of slowing some things down, but, you know, what is some things that we can look out for? Is there a new product about to come out, partnerships? All yes. One, kind of so it's a lot to come, actually. Um, as okay. I said, like my 30th birthday is okay. coming up. So I've been doing a lot of reflecting and trying to think about what I want for my 30th birthday. And I decided I really want to um, kind of invest more into not rebranding, but kind of cleaning up our brand, kind of like getting a little bit more high quality content. Um, I know you say you love our content, you love our page. Mm -hmm. and I thank you so much. Cause that's actually funny. I was talking about that today. How I kind of wanted to edit some things with that, but um, I kind of want to just clean it up a little bit and um, rebrand that a little bit, but we're going to be launching an SPF product. So that will be our next product. It will be okay. SPF. Um, most likely it'll be like an oil with SPF in it. So that's pretty exclusive information. And then um, collaborations, like I said, we're working on two really big collaborations with two um, celebrities. So that will be, that'll nice. be upcoming, obviously, because nice. I'm in, I'm in LA. That's what I'm here for. And then, um, yeah, 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 those are the, the main two. And then just high quality visuals was like my goal for 2021. Um, a lot of you know videos okay and just high quality images because that's what people love to see and then the sbf product is like my most important um launch to come okay no absolutely that that's what's up and i and i agree with you to say you know just a high quality video because even with the podcast we have uh two episodes live so far but the second one i was able to actually record with one of my friends in miami and I noticed, like, just posting, um, you know, a preview of the uh, of the episode, like, we have way more, you know, people um, that tuned into the podcast just in a matter of, like, 24 hours compared to the first episode. So um, that was some feedback I got from a friend, actually. He was saying, you know, I noticed that you posted the podcast. He was like, but just try to add more visual in it. I like, know. You know that's that's why I wish we could have did something um, together. Well, maybe we can do next time something on video. Yeah. yeah yeah no definitely for sure i'm gonna say we could definitely um you know continue because i think I, I would love to see you know your brand grow and the purpose like i said of this station you know it's dreams by any means motivation station it's something you said earlier about god and he said something about you know putting in the work that's what um you know when, when the podcast is over I always end it is the outro which says you know faith plus hustle equals success and that's something that i you know live by something i've been living by is that you know you can have faith and you have the favor from God and, you know, whoever you believe in and the world could work in your way, but you also got to have the Yes, for sure. God will meet you if you meet him. Yeah, because, you know, I was talking to a mentor about it the other day and he was saying that, you know, sometimes we sit back and we say, you know, we're waiting on God and it's like, yeah, you can wait on him, but yeah, like, you, you got to show up too. Yeah, you got to meet him halfway and he will show you 
uh, beyond your wildest dreams. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. But no, um, I definitely thank you for taking the time today, um, you know, coming on the show. This is definitely great. Um, like you said, we can definitely continue this conversation. Look forward yes, to having thank you, back you on for having me. Um, yeah, look forward to continue following the brand. And if you could just leave the people with, you know, your website, Instagram, Twitter handles, where they can ever find you. So they can Absolutely. You so we're on Instagram at eHoneySkin. So this E-H-O-N-E-Y-S-K-I-N. And then we're on Twitter at eHoneySkin, same thing. And the website is www.ehoneyskin.com. Okay, there it is. So appreciate you today, Erica. Um, good luck with everything and look Thank forward to continuing so your brand grow. All right. All right. Yeah, definitely. So then we need somebody to look up to for who working hard and that shit paying off and they stand down, bang, you know, yeah. keeping faith, whatever, whatever. Definitely look to Ed, man. So, yeah, never give up on yourself, bro. A lot of us, you know, we look up to you from a distance or up close, you know, for our own inspirations and keep us motivated. So, yeah. Thank you for tuning into Dreams by Any Means Motivation Station, where hustle plus faith equals success. Stay tuned for the next episode.